This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about who the next coach of the Washington Redskins is going to be. Because it's obviously not the fans' choice, the sports writers' choice, and everyone else's choice in the world except for Dan Snyder's Greg Williams. We'll talk about this and the player pickups from this week and much more live with Aaron Josh and <laughs> Who's the boss, dudes? Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening? What's up, dudes? As you can hear in the background, we thought, thought a uh, fitting theme song for this week would be Who's the Boss, since we have no idea. Actually, we thought it would be Who's the Coach. You know, starring Tony Danza and Greg T. Nelson. Well, yeah, that song's coming up. Well, he's Greg T. Nelson. <laughs> you know, a combination of the two. Like, here's the coach. That was good. Here's the coach. And here's Craig <laughs> T. Nelson's song, man. Here at Speak Your Devil. Oh, you got that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, who is the coach going to be, John? We'll, we'll send it to our analyst in the field, John Adams. Hi, this is John Adams, reporting live from Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, I have no idea. Thank you, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, any intelligent person that makes billions of dollars a year, we thought would have given the job to Greg Williams, but apparently not. Now, I thought that Joe Gibbs was, like, acting as a consultant in this search for a new coach kind of thing. Joe Gibbs has come out publicly numerous times to support Greg Williams. But something is going on behind the scenes where, I don't know, what it, to me, I think Greg Williams has fallen victim to the uh, same thing that Marty Schottenheimer fell victim to. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he's too strong of an individual, and the Danny needs someone he can control in charge of the team, and Greg Williams is too too much of a you know individual and a man to actually... Uh, to come to some little boy who owns a football team and all his wins, i.e. Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Too much of a man. He's too much of a man for the Danny. He's, he's too much of a badass. He's, he's not going to take crap from someone who thinks he knows everything and obviously doesn't know anything about football. Mm-hmm. And he's too strong of a personality. And, and you know, the Danny wants someone he can control like Serato, his yes man. Yes man. Yes man. How about that, Serato being promoted to, what is it, VP of Football Operations, or is it just VP of Football? Vice President of my butt. That. <laughs> Vice President of Dan Snyder's butt. <laughs> something, something, VP of something dash football, I think is what it was. Of messing yeah, up yeah, a team? Yeah, One of those typical Redskins name or, uh, you know, title, hyphen title kind of things. It's like only at the Redskins. They're, there's no other place in the world you're going to find a job title like this. Yeah. yeah. You know, the front Redskins need to lead the league okay. something. Here it is. I just looked it up. New Executive VP dash football. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, and then you have like the water boy is like head coach dash water. <laughs> head coach dash water. Associate head coach dash water. Uh, yeah, associate head coach dash water. Or it would be That's something more like, or like you know, associate head coach dash bucket dash hydrating refreshment. <laughs> anyway, dude, uh, 
There is some news from the Redskins besides the fact that we look like the stupidest team in the history of football because of our dumb, asinine owner there. And um, yeah. the Redskins did pick up some players. John told me about this because I didn't even know. Apparently they got Billy McMullen, who was a star receiver at Virginia. Huge guy, which a lot of right. people have been saying we need a big receiver. What do you think about that pickup? I think it's a good one. He, You know, he's a six foot four kind of guy, one of those guys that can pull down the fade in the end zone, yeah. um, in the corner of the end zone. He didn't play, I believe he didn't play in football last year because he was drafted by the Eagles and played with them for a couple of seasons. Um, so, you know, did, he do did he do anything with the Eagles? Yeah, he had a few receptions and he had a touchdown in his, his time there, just one touchdown. <laughs> did he get injured or something? No, I think, I think the one big thing, or the one big thing about him, uh, when he played at UVA, he was a huge, big time, like, college receiver, but he's kind of slow. Hmm. I always thought. You know who else had a, had a few receptions and a touchdown for the Redskins? Uh, Brandon Avoid the Brandon Lloyd. Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd did. I thought his touchdown was in the preseason. <clears throat> was it? I don't know. Well, too, I can't remember. I, you know, at this point, I can't even remember if he actually had one during the season. I thought he went two catches, 14 yards this year. I don't know. He did have a touchdown at one point. I remember him catching that and going, huh, Brandon Lloyd actually scored a touchdown. It may have been in the preseason, though. It may have been. In any event, the Redskins... Right, I'll, I'll look it up here. Well, yeah, the Redskins signed 14 players. Um, and, you know, basically the guys that are released from the practice squad at the end of the year, so they re-signed John Ebanks and uh, Marcus Mason, that running back. Um, Bert Toller, who's been on and off the roster, and Byron Westbrook, um, you know, the brother, and all that stuff like that. So, Which I think Byron Westbrook could be good, man. Well, we're going to have to sign some of those guys because I think we're $8 million over the cap right now. Mm-hmm. That's something we're going to discuss in later episodes as we get close to the draft. But uh, we're over the cap by a lot. Well, you can obviously see where, where some money can be cut. Todd Collins is obviously gone now. Um, they'll probably get oh, some. Oh, yeah, Todd Collins. That's a good point. Uh, that uh, What's-his-face is probably gone. Um, what's his name? Old man Ocho Stinko. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. H.B. Blade oh, will yeah, be a starting line. Let's something else really quick. Um, as we're talking about this, speaking of an old man on the team, let's give a good shout-out. He'll get our game ball for the week since there's no game. Uh, the Red Snapper. Making the he Pro Bowl. The, uh, NFC coaching staff to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I know. That's awesome. Pro Bowl. Now, do you think he, he will also wear number 21? He is. He's going to wear number 21 like uh, Samuels and cool. um, Chris Cooley. He will also have number 21 jersey wearing during the game. He will be wearing during the game, and uh, they will be signing those and auctioning them after the game. Um, in Honolulu, cool. So that's pretty cool. Good for him. That position is not voted on, by the way. That is not a fan player uh, voted position. That's one that's named by the coaching staff, who, who I guess is the Green Bay coaching staff. If I'm not mistaken. Well, dude, I don't want to uh, jinx him or anything, but I don't really remember a time. When the red snapper is like snapped it over someone's head or missed the snap at all, that's one thing we never talk about. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, he's that guy that if you don't ever mention him, he's like the best guy ever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Way to go, Ethan. Good for him, man. You know, shout out for him. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, but look, back to the back to the coaching situation. So we we did uh, now we did I guess get contracts for um, defensive and offensive coordinator. I mean, defense stays pretty close to home, um, and for the for that position, right? That's true. Um, Greg, they they uh, promoted. Is it uh, Greg Blanche? I don't, I don't even know how to say his last name. Blash, Blash, Blache, Blashy, Blash, Blache, Blache. He he was the D line coach, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he was the. Uh, I think the official name is head coach, associate dash coordinator. Here we go again. Defensive coordinator hyphen defensive line coach. I think was his name. Yeah, <laughs> defensive coordinator hyphen defensive line coach is his official position. But he was the defensive coordinator in Chicago for, I think, five seasons before it came to the Redskins. He's played, I mean, hasn't he coached for, like, 20 years or something? I mean, he's been around a while. Yeah, yeah, he's not a, you know, he's, he's not a, a fresh face or anything. He's been around. So they basically, but, uh, so they did yeah. hire from within for at least one position there. At least one, but, but we definitely know that Saunders and Williams have been good. Which uh, pretty much with the yeah, Saunders had no chance from the report. Saunders was gone. Yeah. Um, but the Greg Williams thing just makes you wonder what really, you know, what really happened. You uh, know, yeah. Dude, people all around Redskins universe are saying how dumb this is that they didn't hire Greg Williams. And we've been getting emails in here saying, what can we do as fans to uh, send Danny Snyder a message? And they're they're offering suggestions of things like, Boycotting buying any Redskins gear and not yeah, going to games and That's stuff of that nature. A really good idea. We tried to do that last year, and I ended up coming out of the stadium with the fake Redskins leather helmet. Well, dude, here's my question: Isn't this kind of putting the cart before the horse? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what we're saying. That's why John had a good point where he's saying that the person that's going to be the coach is probably already been decided upon, and it's one someone involved with either the Patriots or the Giants that have, you know, they don't want it to be distracted until after that game. Yeah, it's got to be one of those guys, because why would you hire the offensive and defensive coordinator before you hire the coach? And they're saying that they're not going to hire a coach until after the Super Bowl to, quote, not take away the uh, – the the, the the luster of the Super Bowl not to be a distraction during Super Bowl week or the Super Bowl two weeks because they haven't been a distraction at all so far. Uh, but they were talking about, um, I can't remember their names. Those two guys, it's, one is the guy from the Giants, so let's hire an enemy. And the other is uh, Josh, Mc, is it Josh McDaniels? Or he, Josh McDaniel, the guy from uh, the Patriots. I think he's about 17 years old. Team in the Super Bowl, and why would you not hire the guy now if it were possible? Right. Why would you not hire the guy now? I'm almost. I, I guarantee it's going to be one of those two. Dude, I can give you 20 reasons why it's not going to be fossil, or why it shouldn't be, but that doesn't mean they make sense to the Danny. Yeah, that's true. Although I, I got to say, Jim Fossil does have a winning record as a coach, and he did go to the Super Bowl once with the Giants. He lost. He did get fired by the Ravens for being for having a, a anemic offense there during his tenure. Dude. But he did have a winning record as a coach, so I guess that yeah. was going for him. Yeah, and but, dude, what was his winning record percentage? Wasn't it like .551 or something? Yeah, it's probably like 55% or something like so that. So that's like I eight. I can't remember. Dude. It's very close. So he's like, that's like 8-8 eight eight uh, on oh, average. Oh, oh, going back to the beginning really quick, uh, Brandon Lloyd, 
two receptions, 14 yards, a long of nine yards um, for the season. How many, touch- that. How many touchdowns? Yeah, I want to make sure we had it out there. We weren't confused that he actually did anything when he was with the Redskins. No, I swear he scored a touchdown, but it was in preseason probably. Yeah, it was in preseason. Yeah, I definitely remember. I remember. It was, at the, it was at the back of the end zone. I remember he jumped up and he grabbed it, and I was like, whoa. Doesn't count, though, dude. Yeah, I think we're all just like, oh, sweet, there you go. Oh, wait, but that one doesn't really count. Yeah. Preseason doesn't count. Sorry. Go back to rapping. Right. Go back yeah, to rapping and making podcasts. for sure. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I mean, the coach thing, did you guys read that article I found? I sent John, I sent you guys the link about the dude that was uh, quoting Dan Snyder's interview where Dan Snyder was yeah. saying, if you want to know what really is going on with the Redskins, check out redskins.com. Don't, you know, don't check out what these 26-year-old reporters are saying that have no idea what the team is doing. And then you go there, and one of the top stories for the Redskins last week was Redskins beat Eagles in week two. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing on there. It's just like Joe Gibbs leaves. Brock Cartwright would like to stay a Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that's the top 15 moments of the season. Buy your Redskins gear, you know? Brock Cartwright would, lo- would like to stay his case. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was you know. Anyway, that's why we're around, because we want to give you guys the real scoop as real fans. <laughs> Backwards. At least our interpretation of it. Exactly. Dude, we're up Very to date. Interpretation. We're happy to report that the Redskins have beat the Eagles in week two. <laughs> Straight from the source. Redskins.com. Thank you, Vinny and Danny. <laughs> so, now, so now Jim Zorn uh, was hired on, as the offensive coordinator and yeah. out of Seattle. He was a QB coach out there. Um, and I guess he helped. Not the offensive coordinator. No, not the, not their offensive coordinator, the QB co- coach. But my question is, if he's going to be the offensive coordinator here, is this, I mean, is it like here we go again, starting at ground zero with Jason Campbell? Or does, uh, yeah. does Snyder have plans other than Jason Campbell? <laughs> We've only just I begun. <laughs> Dude, wh- I what? Think I think he hired Zorn thinking of Jason Campbell. I got I, I to gotta admit. Um, Zorn has a reputation for working with young quarterbacks. Well, a young quarterback, as in uh, Matt Hasselbeck, who I've always thought is slightly overrated anyway. Right. Um, he has a reputation of bringing along young quarterbacks, and I think that's what he's looking for. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Interesting. We'll see, dude. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Well, yep. And, and, and to clarify, um, that the two people that I, I strongly believe um, are the two people that they're looking at for a coach of the Redskins right now are Josh McDaniels, with that, of the Patriots, and Steve Spagnolo from the Giants, I believe, the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, one of the enemies. Um, and, dude, i got to bring this story up from, uh, from work, from my second job. I'm not going to talk about where it is. Um, I saw a guy yesterday when I was working and he came in, he had a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt on. <laughs> I was wearing my uh, Washington Redskins gear, of course. And I was like, yeah, huh, nice sweatshirt. And he was like, yeah, well, yeah, I know, you guys beat the Cowboys. But, you know, my real team is the Giants, so I'm in a good place. What is that so supposed to be? wearing that? He's wearing a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> sweatshirt. And he said, 
that his team is really the Giants. Dude, that's typical of a Cowboys fan. Isn't that messed up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, before I forget to mention it, I got to tell you guys the story about receiving the uh, Dallas Sucks flag from David this week. Did you you get it? Oh, I got it. It came in FedEx. Just as I um, envisioned, Sean calls me up and is like, Aaron, you got a package here. I was like, oh, can you open it and tell me what it is? He was like, okay. (laughs) So he opens it and he's like, oh, man, that's messed up. So I go down there, dude, <laughs> and, like, somehow I got him to uh, hold up one end of the flag while Suzanne took a picture of me and him holding the flag, and he was, like, looking away from the camera, like, hiding his face. <laughs> Can we get that on the site? Yeah, we'll get it on the site. I got to get it off of her camera, but, yeah, we'll get it on the site this week. Dallas sucks That's flag fantastic. is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, dudes. It's, like, three by five. It has the Dallas star. It says Dallas sucks real big at the bottom, and then it has a uh, the little no symbol with the you know the red line through the Dallas star. <laughs> nice. It, yeah, I'll get a picture Dude, up. David, nice. Kind of like if you go to HarryHogFootball.com, we've had that as our our little favicon for some time up in the uh, your browser URL bar up at the top. Yeah, it goes from the Harry Hog head to the Dallas Cowboys star with the line through it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'll go ahead and once I get that picture on here, I'll put it in the podcast track so it'll show up in iTunes or on your iPod when you play this episode. So, if you're playing this episode, look at the bottom. I'm about this Giants fan that was wearing the Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt and had the audacity to be like, no, I'm really a Giants fan and I'm in a good place right now. Oh, man. This is really pissing me off. Like, the more I'm thinking about it. So, if the Cowboys were still in it, would it be pulling for the Cowboys or the Giants? All I can say is that this guy, and I'm not saying it's because of the sweatshirt, but I'm saying that I know for a fact that he's not really a football fan. Mm. Maybe he just likes different colors of blue. <laughs> Maybe he, he's a front runner like all those other people like that. Yeah, most Dallas fans are, yeah. Oh, anyway, oh, let me finish the story. Then we took the flag downstairs to where that woman I always tell you guys about, that Cowboys fan, where she works, and she wasn't in her cubicle. So the dude across her, the way from her was like, here, we got to put it up. So we hung it up, like, across the opening to his cube. And then they called her, they, like, paged her, and they were like, Lisa, please return to your desk. <laughs> and she, like, comes in to her desk, and she's all mad because she's on break, and she's like, this better be important. I'm on break. And then she looks and sees the flags like, you called me in here for that? And got all mad and like stormed off. <laughs> nice. It was awesome. Oh, man, that's fantastic. God, I hate Dallas. Me too. <laughs> Almost as much as I hate the Danny right now. Well, guys, in one, one other note on the Redskins, the Redskins coaching hunt, apparently the, the Redskins are planning, according to ESPN.com, to give, uh, uh, excuse me, to give Ron Meeks from the Colts another interview on Tuesday, who apparently, if he is coming in for an interview, which would completely blow my theory out of the water, but if he's coming in they hire him, he's definitely going to, must be living up to his last name. However, dude, 
he already came in for one interview, so they could have been like, how would you feel about having blank and blank as your offensive and defensive coordinators? And if he was like, I'm cool with that, then they could have already had that in place. That's true. That's true. Anyway. What else you guys got? I think we should keep this one short for this week since we really don't know anything about what's going on, as no one else does. Yeah, truly. You know, we know the offensive and defensive coordinators. Um, we know the quarterback's coach was fired. We know that Alexander's son was fired. We know that Kurt Steiner um, interviewed supposedly with Tampa Bay, but that he's welcome to come back. Um, that they're trying to keep most of the secondary coaches um, below the coordinator positions on. I believe they re-signed the linebacker's coach. Oh, man, I can't think of anything else. We don't know anything about Bubes. On the flight, too. We don't know anything about Bubes or Don Bro or any of the, the, the big dogs, but I imagine Bubes is probably going to ride off into the sunset with, with kids. He hasn't already. Did you say Biner? Right, you guys? Did you say that Biner interviewed at uh, Tampa Bay? Yeah, they were saying that Biner interviewed at Tampa Bay, but uh, but, they, but the Redskins also said he was welcome to come back, like they wanted to keep him. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome to have an uh, office in the uh, <laughs> basement. <bar> room. <laughs> unlike <laughs> unlike Greg Williams, associate head coach dash defensive coordinator dash defense, uh, Ernest Biner, you're welcome to come back. You're welcome to come back. Don't, no, the only other thing that I saw, we see it like every once once a year, pretty much. It's like the annual uh, move the Redskins back to Washington thing that comes up. Um, oh yeah, which. Which I guess apparently the mayor of DC has uh, said we really want the Redskins back, and they're going to propose to Dan Snyder an offer for like a hundred thousand seat dome in DC or something like that. Uh, That's what we need. We need a dome for the Redskins. Yes. Yes. What are you talking about? I don't want a dome. He wants because he wants the Super Bowl. He's not going to get it in the cold weather climate without the uh, without the uh, dome. Dude, I don't want a dome. If they do have a dome, they need. If they do have a dome, Bobby, they need to make it. Was awesome! In the rain, and yeah. all those those jackasses out there that got their seats for free. Yeah. Well, people like us that would want to go see a good football game had to watch from home because we couldn't afford it. And like half the state, the stadium was empty because those people wouldn't go because then they got it's raining. And in Green Bay, there's people out there with no shirts. It's two degrees. Oh, oh no, my diamonds are getting <laughs> wet. I mean, Green Bay. Oh. Dude, and they were like, those chicks had like the bikinis on out there too. guys have any questions or comments or ideas for the Dallas Sucks flag raising ceremony before every Dallas game, send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Check out Tom's trivia on the website. And if you know the answer, send Tom an email at tom at harryhogfootball.com. And next week, Tom's trivia will be back in full blast. And hopefully, we'll have a head coach. And I think, right. and don't, forget, don't forget, guys, that is H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. Not like Harry like it. That dude's Harry. And I think we did have a um, uh, we 
did have a voicemail or two this week. So thanks for calling in at two zero two six five seven Hale. Um, I think Aaron will, Aaron will have those. And uh, if there's something that was uh, <clears throat> proper and salvageable, we could uh, put it up on the on the podcast. But uh, yeah, we appreciate the phone calls and the thoughts. And uh, any any Washington insiders that want to leave a message there again, it's two zero two six five seven H A I L. And that's about it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Um, hail to the Redskins, even though they're looking pretty stupid right now. <laughs> and um, as always, if you see a Cowboys fan that poses as a Giants fan. Oh, John. John. Dude, we're forgetting one important thing. Dude, we're forgetting one important thing. Oh, oh, random Redskin of the week. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's time. Epic. Go for it. This week's random Redskin of the Week, in honor of Brad Coaches for the Washington Redskins, is the man that played in Tulane and he was a safety. He played for the Washington Redskins from 1971 to 1972 and then came back much later and did a good job as a coordinator that sucked ass. Dude, I didn't even know he played. I didn't either. As a safety, that big fat dude was a safety. (laughs) (laughs) And he really let himself go. (laughs) Anyway, dudes. Alright, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins, and always if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Joker! Bye bye. Bye bye.